Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwata and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to episode 16 of Swala Nyeti. This is none other than the lawyer, aka Wakili Harry Karanja, and I'm joined here, as always, by Gishao Patrick, hey. the layman. Welcome, Gishao. Thank you very much, Wakili. This is a sad Monday morning mm. because of the passing of King Chala. Oh yes, that was a very sad way to end our week last week. Yeah, and to think that it is cancer again. Oh yes, cancer has become a real scourge. And 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 what's really sad is that he was so young. Yeah, forty-three is young. Forty-three is really young. I mean, but it it tells us that you're not too young to be affected by cancer. So men out there, it's important to get screened if you are at risk of cancer for sure. Yeah, and before the show, you you mentioned about colon cancer being a, a leading killer. Oh yes, so apparently colon cancer is the second leading Cause cancer death. causing death. Ah. Yeah, in the U.S. Wow. So it's something which it's it's surprising. He was so young. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's pray for his soul and um, hope that his family can weather this yeah, difficult yeah. period. Yeah, may soul rest in peace. Right. So anyway, um we have a whole week of questions to tackle and this this week I believe we're tackling divorce. Oh yeah, this week? Yes. We have five episodes or concerning divorce. All right. All right. All right. So where do we get started? Um hmm. Let's start with a question sent by Nameless. Mhm. He and this is the question says why wakilis? I just they called me a wakili myself. <laughs> <laughs> Why Wakilis? Hi Wakilis. Oh. <laughs> so that means I'm, I have become a Wakili. Thank you very much. This is a, a law degree by osmosis. <laughs> Proximity. <laughs> In any case, she writes, Please do not reveal my name, but help me with my story. Four years ago, I met this very dashing gentleman. After dating for a while, he proposed marriage, and we visited my parents at home for blessings. He made sure to meet all our traditions and even paid bride price in a lovely traditional ceremony. He didn't stop there, but went ahead to give me a beautiful white wedding where I was the envy of all my friends. Now after living with him the past two years, I have discovered he had a he had a dark secret. A woman confronted me on Facebook claiming that she is my husband's legal wife for the past 10 years. She says she has been bedridden the past few years so had relocated to the village my husband has confirmed it and i'm so disgusted i want to divorce him the question is can i all right so let me see if i understand the problem that we have here we have this lady who has been married and actually went through two wedding ceremonies from what i can see a traditional one and a, a white wedding as she calls it and after living with her new husband for 2 years she comes to discover that the husband had another wife who calls herself a legal wife and that this legal wife had been married to the man for 10 years so now she is clearly disappointed and wants to go ahead and divorce him and she wants to know if she can correct wakili and these are the men that i just don't understand you are married for 10 years so on your eighth year of marriage you approached another woman did all these traditional things the expenses a white wedding mm. 
<laughs> this is bigamy. <laughs> It's a criminal offense, man. <laughs> so, Gashaw, before we start saying that this gentleman has committed bigamy or not, I think it's important to understand what is it really our f- what is it our friend is really looking to solve because the way i understand it she wants to divorce and she wants to know whether the existence of a prior marriage is grounds enough for divorcing mm-hmm. but before we can even get there uh we ne- we really need to find out if she had a valid marriage to begin with because the second the second i mean nameless yeah in fact let's let's make it easier so we have nameless mm-hmm. who will call number 2 mm-hmm. and we have the facebook lady yeah with number 1 we'll now. call number 1 okay so are we saying we need to determine if number 2 had a valid wedding e- exactly it said she had a valid wedding she went she did a traditional wedding and they went to church all right so let me explain what the law considers to be a valid marriage and not wedding remember here the word that we oh, want yeah. to establish yes, marriage. is marriage yes yes and the law is clear that the marriages which it recognizes are those which are registered and it has five types of marriage mm-hmm. call them five types of marriage which can be registered the first three christian marriages hindu marriages and civil marriages mm-hmm. are usually considered as monogamous marriages okay and the second two or the last two which would be traditional marriages and islamic marriages mm-hmm are considered under the category of polygamous or potentially polygamous marriages. So they are we can say they are too broad yes. types of marriages. Correct. So what we need to discover is does number one's marriage fall under any of these schemes because mm. by doing so we shall be able to determine whether number two's marriage is a valid marriage. Okay. So let's consider the first category. Let's assume that number one's marriage was a monogamous marriage in church yes what we, we understand <laughs> as a white wedding <laughs> what what people call a white wedding uh-huh. okay so uh-huh. she wore the white dress and they had a church ceremony yes. and it was registered mm-hmm. i mean it says 10 years ago which there was a law which operated and the thing is that any marriage which was conducted in the previous law is still incorporated in this new law so it can be right it the registration is still as valid But let's assume that she had this monogamous marriage. Mm. What that would mean is that number 2's marriage because you cannot have two monogamous marriages or you cannot even have <laughs> another marriage after a monogamous marriage, yes. it would mean number 2's marriage is void, is a void marriage. It's it's not a it's not a marriage. It's not a marriage. Not, it doesn't exist because the law is clear it says that if there was a subsisting marriage, yes then you cannot have a second marriage especially when we're considering them under this monogamous category so under hindu civil and church correct and christian correct. you cannot have two of no of because civil marriages y- <laughs> you cannot have two monogamous <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you can't have two monos so, i understand <laughs> so you see what i'm saying is if the first marriage was under a monogamous scheme mm-hmm. then the second marriage is void But, yeah okay there's no marriage i understand what okay. if then mm. what if mm. it mm. is they both had traditional marriages all right so if the first marriage was a traditional marriage and as i've said a traditional marriage is polygamous or potentially polygamous then number two's marriage if it was a traditional ceremony mm-hmm. if it was a traditional wedding yes could be 
a second marriage. It could be a polygamous marriage, a valid polygamous marriage. I see. It could be. Uh and you can see why I'm I'm saying could be because she talks about both a traditional ceremony and a white uh, wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so, which is very common nowadays. You know, we do a rashio then you go to church. <laughs> so let me by the way, that brings me let me ask therefore. Mhm. Does is every rashio is every traditional ceremony? Yes. Considered a traditional marriage. So what will determine whether something is a traditional marriage are the customs of the people who are conducting the marriage. But over and above that the law is now requiring something else mm-hmm. it requires that after you hold that ceremony yes you go and you register it well they you register it with the registrar of marriages who is usually based at the attorney general's office oh so this now brings in something interesting because mm-hmm. if you don't register a traditional marriage then it's not a marriage my god so this may let me ask yeah. if they have not registered the first traditional marriage first woman mm. then under law it she may, that may not have been a marriage there <laughs> yes but l- let me add a bit more you see when this law came into place it recognized that people will need time because you couldn't just throw out everybody and say now you no longer have marriages mm, yeah yeah so it gave a, a time period and the interesting thing is uh-huh. that time period i think it was gazetted in 2017 uh-huh. and it was expiring on 1st of august 2020 this month <laughs> <laughs> exactly so what happened is that you only had up to 1st of august 20 so if you're listening out there you have a traditional <laughs> it must have been registered by the beginning of this month or according or to the law there is it's not recognized yes it's not recognized as a marriage in law so this this first uh, wife there's a possibility that she has not registered even if she did have a traditional ceremony which means if if nameless if mm-hmm. number 2 has registered their traditional wedding she's the first wife <laughs> it, <laughs> it seems as I wanted to well i mean that's a one type of conclusion but the the like the law the law is is very keen on only recognizing registered marriages okay. so a plain reading of the law that's the kind of conclusion you would come up to you'd come to And then my understanding is that nameless is not married. <laughs> Why would you think she's not married? Because you say that if they had a first if the man is already under the monogamous scheme then she's not married. So I think she can walk. Just go. You're free. Okay. So uh, according to the position in law, if the first wedding or the first marriage was under monogamous scheme, then the second one would be void yes however if the first one was under a polygamous scheme oh yeah then it's likely that the second one is also a valid marriage under the polygamous scheme and in that case then she could she would need to pursue divorce under the grounds of probably cruelty or irretrievable breakdown of marriage mm. okay this is what i understand wakili then that if the man already is married to his first wife the lady from facebook under the monogamous scheme in a christian or hindu or civil wedding then the second church wedding does not count it's void however if this man got married under the traditional scheme generally islam or traditional scheme then you are a second wife and even with that 
it matters whether or not that he registered if he did not register the first wife then and registered you then you are the first wife in which case i think if you wanted to divorce him because you are the second wife there is no need you are the first wife in any case <laughs> if he registered both you are the second wife wakili this has been really interesting <laughs> um and from me i hope you enjoyed this episode of swalanyeti please join us for our next one and we have a question that says we fear our neighbor beats his young wife can we help her divorce him can you help somebody divorce another person <laughs> join us to find out the answer to that question on our next episode and from me goodbye goodbye you have been listening to swala nyeti special thanks to our layman gashal patrick and our lawyer harry karanja if you have a legal question that you want answered send us a whatsapp message on 0708 11222 or email us at admin at swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website www.swalanyeti.org.